Hey everybody, it's your DM Connor here, and welcome back to our special one-shot. We're going to be doing the sequel to the Dark Mage of Ridgecliff High, yes! and we're just going to be going right back into it again. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be really exciting, and I, uh, I'm i completely making that up. We're not actually doing that. Gosh, but I am doing man. the opener today, and right now I am joined by Jacob Mahan. Here I am. Adam Gudralt. Hello. And the always wonderful... A DM, a Seth Mahan. Yo, my name's Mahan too, my last one. What? Coincidence. I don't know this man. I've never <laughs> seen him before in my life. I've actually never seen Jacob in real person. We, we don't play in person, so. You guys are not going to okay. tell the story about how one of you was adopted, the other one wasn't from the same family, and then you finally met online? And now you Wasn't like, that you, but with your twin? Well, that was the thing that brought us together, is that the same thing happened to both, <laughs> all four of us. <laughs> Stop projecting, Adam. Yeah, Why are there I mean, video cameras always around me, and TLC is always following me. <laughs> it's so Why strange. do I always have mismatched socks? Or is that a me problem? <laughs> no, that's me. I, I sneak into your room at night. Um, so we got a little uh, opener for you guys. I know you guys are excited to get into the episode, but like, I loved that little game show we did on that last one with Adam doing the opener last uh, last episode uh, with uh, Survival of the Fixist. So I want to do another quick little game. We're going to make it real quick, but I figured let's let's make it simultaneous so that people can learn about us, and maybe it'll be, it'll be kind of funny. So we're going to do a quick game of Never Have I Ever. We're just going to do four fingers, and oh that way at least everybody gets to go at least once, and no one will get out right away. Um, has everybody here played Never Have I Ever before? Oh, that's my first finger. <laughs> so, re- quick recap for listeners. Never Have I Ever is a game where you know you put up a number of fingers. In this case, we're doing four. And every you go around the, the circle or the, the, the virtual room here, and you make a Never Have I Ever done blank statement. And if somebody else in the circle has, they put a finger down. And basically, whoever's the most boring or has done the least amount of things uh, wins because they'll have one uh, finger left at the end. So I'll kick it off uh, just for an example here. Um, so this is this is live, though. This is a real one. Um, but never have I ever been mugged. And I put a finger down if I haven't been mugged? No, you put a uh, finger down if you have been mugged. Yes. If I've been mugged more than once, do I put more fingers down? <laughs> no, just just one. Because I'm out of fingers. <laughs> You're supposed to stop like, talking about where you met Jacob. Like like mugged <laughs> mugged being someone who physically took something from you, or he, they were asking you to like give me all your money. Is does that count? Like, but they or is it like I'll, a successful? I'll say mugging? the the also, uh, no, it doesn't have to be su- successful. I would say like an altercation if somebody was like making an attempt to take something from you or they successfully took something from you but not like a homeless um, person asking for money no 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 that's like that's that's like a beggar situation this is like somebody trying to forcefully take something from you like not like like hey i like your shirt like not like that right no it would be like <laughs> hey give me your shirt <laughs> oh <laughs> anything i need to call my lawyers i <laughs> kind of like give me your number I, kind of thing like that's mugging too like taking something from someone <laughs> look, else look we, we can't be here all day has anybody been mugged before I've had something stolen from me but I wouldn't say it's forceful because I didn't notice it but I would still consider it a mugging what was it I was I bought uh, I was at the, the mall with my girlfriend uh, and I bought a Nintendo Switch Pro controller and I went to the bus stop and uh 
I put it down for a sec because I needed to get stuff out of my wallet. And then the next thing I knew, I looked down and it was gone. Wow, that sucks, Ooh. man. Yeah, yeah, I put that closer to like a pickpocket kind of scenario. Like someone just kind of swiped it from you. I wouldn't call that a mugging. I guess I'd you keep saying. Okay, moving on. Moving on. It switched hands. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna go in the order that I uh, introduced people. Uh, so uh, Jacob, you go next. Yeah, just looking for my other. And none of us have been mugged. No, none of us no. have been mugged. Okay. Well, don't we live nice lives? Um, <laughs> Never have I ever been on like an impromptu like a road trip with with people or someone like a road trip considering let's say just like two hours. I'm just like let's just let's just go this direction for two hours. Let's just I've heard about this place. Let's go for two hours or whatever. I have done that. My fingers down. Nice, good for you, Seth. No one else. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. Um. Uh, no, I have done that. Like, it can be longer than two hours. Two hours is the minimum I'm setting, I guess. Because it's like, I'll go to McDonald's with you, but it's like half an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me and Adam have lost a finger. So we're at three. Like now. Zippy. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've passed two hours. So I, I guess I'm still good. Okay. I still got four fingers. Okay. All right, Adam. Okay. My turn. Okay. Uh, never have I ever stalked someone in person. Um, Wait, what do what do we mean by that? <laughs> okay, it's I'm gonna say maybe. I'm gonna say hold on to your hats, people. Yes, but it was for a prank. So, <laughs> oh yeah, my, I remember I, that. <laughs> I I worked at a camp and uh, <laughs> I uh, stalked someone in order to prank them. Yeah, I feel like I've done that too. So I'll put a finger down same. at the same camp. Same. Wait a minute, yeah, not, all yeah. of us actually we worked, we worked at a summer camp. Am I allowed to like <laughs> Sorry, change Matt. my mind on that one? Because when I threw like a kick ass bachelor party for my twin brother, we basically like organized like a covert ops paintball mission all across his hometown. And I basically had to like ghost him for like nine hours shooting him at random intersections in the town with a paintball gun. Oh, dang. Mm, I, so, I would dang. say that's more of like an active gamer activity. I was like hunting. Yeah, okay, more yeah. like hunting rather than yeah. Like, like did, did he know like you were? Did he know, know you were hunting him? He he did at points, but then he thought he'd kill me. But the cool thing with paintballs is you actually can keep living, so you can just move and shoot him again. Yeah, I feel like at no <laughs> point this person knew that you were watching them. I guess yeah, Maybe that would yeah. Well, but I, th- I but feel, I feel like, like that's the criteria. It's an active activity. Okay. Oh, whatever, <laughs> lose a finger. Let's just <laughs> all right. I got a good one. I think everybody is going to put a finger down I do down not condone stalking people, by the way. No, nor we do not. Cheaper by the Dungeon does not condone. We were Just in a bubble. I mean, yeah, not at all. That's right. Lurking, lurking online is different. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, here's mine. I think you're all going to lose. Okay. Never have I ever been approximately 13 years old on Easter Day uh, and <laughs> ran down the stairs to find uh, chocolate Easter eggs and went around the house grabbing Easter eggs and eventually finding uh, a little bag with all your Easter chocolate in it. Uh, and you took your own because you have siblings and you had, you know, you had your specific bag and uh, grab a giant chocolate bunny out of the top and just go to town and start having it and play for the rest of the day. And then when you go to uh, bed at night, go to your bedroom 
room, accidentally wipe your chocolatey hand on the wall and then be uh, shamed from your siblings about it because they think it's literal human shit. So uh, I don't I don't I've never had that done, but I am sure. I have. I have. Yeah, I thought Connor might. No, no. Finger goes down for me. You were right. It reminds me okay. of a time where as a kid, I wanted to like hatch a chick. And so. I like left an egg on my bed in the like all day when I got home. Uh, or like when I got it was a hot summer day. When I got home, the egg I guess like exploded all over my bed. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. That was ridiculous. And like I was by like, the way, that story was about Jacob. By the no! way, people thought he shat on his walls and wiped it's, it, even though it was. It's chocolate. not true. Um, so but us and the, did, our our three other siblings shamed him. So did you lose a finger, Jacob? <laughs> I've already lost everything. <laughs> well, who's at the lowest now? Yeah, what are we at? I think I have two. Okay. So, I have uh three. I have oh wait, three. no, no, I have two. I have two. I have three. Yeah, I guess I guess I have two. All right. Okay. Um, Connor's the winner, I guess. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Oh, that this sucks. Is, this is Dragons. It's already been <laughs> 10 minutes. Never, yeah. ever, never have I ever enjoyed Dungeons & Dragons. Boom. There we go. Wow. Now let's go into the, the, the episode. Oh, my finger's down. <laughs> wow, that was, that's terrible. I'm kidding. Uh, I love you guys. Never have I well, ever not enjoyed I th- I think what we'll do is since we didn't get through all our fingers, we'll continue it next time. Okay. <laughs> oh, Running totals. Go. I have three. You guys have two. Yeah, so stay tuned for next Never Have I Ever. And I'm totally going to remember that. <laughs> Isn't this like the season finale? Yeah. Oh, next yeah, time but... on Never Have I Ever. It's like Firefly when the show is never continued. It's a massive cliffhanger. And then it's just sad. Look, let's be real. Netflix would still make a show out of that. Like, they did just make The Floor is Lava. So, you know what? They could make Never Have I Ever a game show. <laughs> Everything's a game, including this show. Um... I haven't asked yet. Are you guys ready for the season finale? Also, thank you for running that game, Connor. Don't do me dirty, Seth. I'm so nervous. We got it. Let's do it. I feel like there's a lot at stake okay. here. There I'm, is. I'm very nervous. I thought me the too. second grand treasure was going to be the hoopla of the season, but I didn't know it was going to be a little That's good-hearted, a good good-hearted uh, convention. <laughs> Comic-Con gone bad. Um, <laughs> Comic-Con, but everybody's getting drugged. Well, I hope everyone, before we start this, I hope everybody has enjoyed season two up till this point. I hope the finale, <laughs> finale, finale, part two lives up to all your expectations and you come back for season three whenever we do it. Also, we have a summer musical on the way and you should already know about that. So, are we ready? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. I'm ready. <gasps> I'm nervous. Drap in. Okay, recap. Actually, we're not, we're not going in immediate recap. I forgot. Okay, recap. <laughs> We last left with the gang starting in the airship. They learn some lore about the boat and basically learn that it leads to whatever you desire uh, when placed in a bowl of water. Uh, And after that, they all went their separate ways to prepare for the conference that they were heading to in Bayside. Um, They all prepared in different ways and had a lot of heartfelt conversations. And then Zippy fell asleep. Zippy and Darian were both in the dream space with Paige when Viso was trying to convince Zippy to help him out with a certain task. But the black ball, now a fully formed rabbit thing, like a cartoony looking rabbit, kicked Viso into his dream plane door and they opened a new door falling away from the dream tree, it seemed. In that darkness, 
outside the tree. They made their way to a bridge and inevitably made their way into a different place where they found Norman D. Or at least they saw him. Zippy and Darian worked hard and were pulling him out from this like uh, mirrored world above them. And they tried their hardest, but they woke up to a boom. Somebody had landed on the airship as it was mid-flight, and it was Karen. Karen had a long conversation with them about how he needs their help to take down Lou Blonger. He uh, kind of apologized for the blue flower shenanigans that happened uh, for Peterson and Darian. Not fun. Uh, But he explained everything uh, and explained how the flowers work a little bit, how they kind of like are sharing life force, essentially, uh, and also how we all need to work together to assassinate Lou Blonger, the ammo CEO, so that they could avenge Gilbert. Zippy, of course, was not a super fan of this idea because he works for the ammo company. Um, and is also apparently now the spokesperson for the bullet, the newest ammo pill. And unfortunately, uh, I shouldn't say unfortunately. (laughs) And Zippy eventually agreed that if he found that Lou Blonger did indeed kind of cause a lot of harm to them, like May and Cornelius killing Normandy, uh, or Farron in in the first season, um, then he would agree to allow Karen to assassinate Lou Blonger by doing their secret signal with the ant and his ear. Um, but only Karen agreed reluctantly. But uh, again, only if Zippy sees fit will Karen act. So they landed at the conference. And this is where we are now. Zippy is on the beach with Lou Blonger. Darian backstage of the outdoor auditorium dome stage thing that they're doing the conference at. Uh, You're backstage with Karen there, Darian. And Peterson, you are behind all the rows of seats behind the crowd of, of ammo people at this convention. And you have just witnessed a fake Zippy give a whole speech about how amazing the bullet is and then out of these like wind blasting cannons bullet pills are just raining down and people are starting to take them and shove them up their nose and peterson we will start with you you're just looking around around you pills are still raining down and being fired out and people are just shoving them up their nose and they seem like overjoyed what do you do Okay, well, first thing, uh, what did the Zippy sound like that's on stage? Can you just uh, get me back into this world with his uh, his voice? Well, okay, it's an ammo pill! It was like that. Okay, so I'm going to quickly just get my Rocky talking. I'm going to say, I know it's an imposter, but it sounds just like Zippy. And I just want to remind everyone <laughs> that I have the human circlet on me, so it makes me basically a bodacious hunk who looks like... Uh, Liam Hemsworth. So there you go. Or Chris Hemsworth. Anyways. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I see all this going on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I mean, I want to keep my distance from Karen because of what the Red Bandit told me. 
uh, just the night before. But I am going to, I'm going to make my, I'm going to cover half the distance towards the front of the stage, towards the fake zippy, and I'm going to say into the Rocky Talkie, um, tall one. Uh, everyone is taking these pills. That's not good. Because if, if this is if this is connected to the flowers like we think they are, that means Lou's going to start pulling power from all of them. Karen, you said you can pull power from those you plant, right? Technically, yes. I can give and take. But those in the child relationship to the flower, with me being the parent and you being the child in this case, you cannot give or take power away from me. So if they all take these pills, then Lou's gonna have access to every person in this room. That's terrifying. Uh, do I hear all this while, like, are they talking through the walkie-talkie at the same time as they're talking to each other? I I am, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say back... Karen, if you can hear me, we need to act now. I agree. Darian, let's look backstage. Lou has to be here. And we gotta find the real Zippy, too. Yeah, I'm concerned. If he's not... If that's not him on stage, then... Then where is he? Let's start looking. And you go further backstage... As you're walking, you hear a whisper from your hip, and it's just Draken going, Kid, I have a really uneasy feeling about this. I agree, and I think things are going to get a lot worse. If you have a chance, run away. We need to preserve ourselves. Let's keep looking. Peterson... You're moving through the clouds to get closer to the stage? Yeah, I'd like to get within 20 feet just so I can quickly intervene if things begin to get out of control. You're moving through the crowds, and it's really packed, and people are just shoving them up your, their noses. You don't see any effects yet. They're just putting them up, and they're just like, ooh, yeah, oh, I feel better already. And everybody is just, like, shoving it up and all that. This is like a real rave. Like, people are just shooting up <laughs> everywhere around me. <laughs> Everyone's popping Molly. They're just snorting these entire bullets. Peterson's like, man, goblins do not throw down quite like this. <laughs> As you're making your way through, someone grabs your arm, actually. And you turn and see it's Chris. And Chris has two pills. And he's like, Peterson, ch- oh, check it out. Free pills, free bullets. I thought I was going to have to go to Lou Blong or with Zippy to get one, but they're free. Here, take this one. I'm just going to shove this up right now. Let's I see. grab it. I grab Let's it. Let's see if it Hey! You don't want to take this. Uh, friend of Westboro, you don't want to take this. And I'm going to take it and I'm going to put them both in my pocket. Uh, well, I kind of want to. And he bends down and there's some on the floor. And he picks one. And he's like, I think it's uh, my choice. And I really feel like I need this right now to boost my sales game. So if you don't mind, and he's going to try and put another one up. I'm going I'm to try to grab his hands and spin him around and, and hold him. Uh, like hold him from behind and just try to stop his arms from moving while keeping the rocky talkie close to my face. Does that make sense? Like I'm wrapping my arm up through his arm to get keep the rock close to my face. And I'm gonna say, Chris is a is trying to take a pill. What should I do? Do what you can, but 
<laughs> Look, this is a symptom. We need to find the core problem. Yeah. Uh, is Crystal trying to take this pill, DM? Chris is struggling, and he's trying to get out, and he's like, get off me, get off me! But please make a strength saving, uh, or a strength check, actually, not saving throw. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, six. <sighs> Shoot. Uh, minus one. Five. He breaks out, and he's just like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Just, what, what is the issue here? We have no idea what's inside of those things. They could be poisonous. They could be sucking your health. We don't know. Every, look around you. Everyone's in a craze. Yeah, yeah, right. They, they, look at them. They, they seem harmless. And you look, and just people are still shoving them up. If anything, they look healthier. Listen, I trust the ammo company. They've given me everything. DM, I kind of want to... I want to see if, like... Can I read him to see if he like a lost cause? Like, is is there anything that I can say that would convince him? Like, I, I just want to see how convicted he is. Well, if you want to try and convince, you can do a persuasion check. I I just don't have anything persuasive to say. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Chris, you know that that's not the real Westboro up there. Something's going on. You would not take this. Where is Zippy? Don't you care? I saw Zippy a few minutes ago, and that looked a lot like him on stage. Is the Zippy gone? He's not on stage anymore? They're still on stage, and they're just kind of, like, jumping up and down. Okay, I'm going to grab his face and twist his face to go to look at Zippy. I'm going to say, you know that's not your friend. Um. Persuasion check. Oh, boy. All the things I'm bad at. Oh. 17... <laughs> Plus zero. That's enough. Yes. You see that Chris just goes, I guess it doesn't look exactly like him. And he wasn't wearing that outfit a little bit ago. But who, uh, maybe Zippy was busy and they needed somebody to stand in. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Look, hold on to a pill if you really want to. But do us all a favor and try to find Zippy. And I'm going to point... To another direction different from where Darian and Karen have went. I'm going to say, go look that way. And if you find him, then you can have the pill. Okay. Uh, fine. I'll And come I'll get me Zippy. if you find him. I'll be here. Okay. And he's like staring at the pill as he's walking away. We're going to cut to Darian. Darian, you're backstage with Karen. It's a little dark, only lit with torches, and you see lots of ammo, people with the ammo, like, symbol on their shirts and stuff, running around, uh, moving these crates full of uh, blue bullets. Uh, And you can just see there is, yeah, a a lot of people. And you actually see now uh, fake Zippy is coming off stage, and he's moving to the back. Uh, But he's about 30 feet in front of you. You and Karen are kind of head down walking, and an ammo employee comes up and says... Uh, hey, um, uh, are you guys allowed back here? Uh, we don't want everybody getting access to these pills. Oh, yeah, sorry, no, we, um, we were just, um, told to just move a few crates around. Uh, we just, we just dropped some off out front. We were just, we were just coming to grab a, grab a few more. I, I think, uh, I was told there was some, some special crates in the back I was supposed to go grab. Oh. Oh, yeah, the grapes. Oh, okay. Um, well... Well, uh, it's not the best time right now because we're in the middle of the conference, but 
I mean, could you come back later? Well, let me at least just go check to make sure everything's okay. I mean, I, I was told to go get them, so I'd, I'll, um, I'll just go take a quick look, and if they're there and everything's all kosher, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just head back out then after that. Make a deception check. <coughs> Shoot. Uh, that's an eight. Um, t- uh, it's crowded back there. Just come check later. Oh, okay, what's, um... Look, it's it's a little bit hectic out there. Is there, like, another way I could kind of get get around uh, here without kind of, you know, intruding in the back? Um, I mean, the front. Like, just go around where all the people are, I guess, like a normal person. But Well, no, but I'm saying to- it's it's really chaotic there. Um, Can I do a shoulder check for to see if anyone's, like, looking at us and who's around? Yeah, do a perception. And, like, if, if we're drawing attention or anything like that. Uh, that's a plus six. So that's a, uh, it's only a 13. You do notice out of the corner of your eye, actually, amidst all this, there is uh, one little gnome girl just staring at you guys blankly. And they're about, like, 40 feet away. They're, like, in a conversation circle with other ammo people, but they're kind of, like, staring through the crowd to see you. Okay, um, knowing there's some, some eyes on us, I'm, I'm not going to make a, a move to, uh, to, like, incapacitate or force ourselves through. Um, you're right. Um, yeah, I'll, um, I'll just, uh, head out, uh, head out the front then. And I'm going to start just, uh, heading towards the front, looking over my shoulder until he stops watching me. Wait. And Karen grabs your shoulder and says, excuse me, but I really need backstage. Is there a bathroom? And the person says, um, again, use one of the public ones. And he's like, oh, I really have to go. So does he. I do. I have... Terrible IBS, actually. I was kind of too embarrassed to say, but he, since we're already here. Oh, well, damn. My, uh, my granddad had that. Passed away from IBS. Not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's something you have to live with every day. I'm, I'm sorry. They, they said at the end of his life, his asshole was so red, it was like the sun. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> My asshole's almost the size of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you know what, guys? Um, roll another persuasion check. <laughs> is that with advantage with Karen's help? No, no. Or? This is kind of like a, a save one. Just another chance. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's better. That's a twelve plus six, eighteen. Yeah. Okay, but only the bathrooms. Use them quick. They're for staffers only. Thank you, and I would really appreciate if you if you didn't tell anyone we were kind of going back here to do this. It's like, it's kind of embarrassing. Dude, listen, I got you. I also have some cream in my wagon. Let me go get some. Oh, thanks. I'd I'd appreciate that. Thank you very much. Karen just kind of like says under their breath, and you guys make your way in. You're you're led to the bathrooms. Uh, and you can see there's a little bit of a line, just like two other ammo employees standing in it. And they lead you there, they drop you off, and then they go to their wagon to get you some some other creams to help you, potentially. Sometimes you need a cream instead of a pill, you know? <laughs> That's true. Okay. That was really weird. <laughs> I, yeah, good, good save. I actually had to use the bathroom, but it's okay now. <laughs> the nerves, you know. But look, 
The ant's still on me. So Zippy still must be okay. Even if he's not that fake one that went out. You're right, but I want to try and get eyes on him before that ant goes away, because if he tries to send us the cue and we can't move, I don't know what'll happen to him. I agree. Let's keep looking back here. All right. And you guys start stealthily making your way back. If you're further in now, you're kind of actually backstage where you see less crates and things and more just like presenters. Like uh, the other presenters they mentioned are just standing back there like in a bow tie and, and getting ready um, to, to go on stage. Um, but make a make a perception check. Alrighty. Uh, that's another 12 plus 6. 18. Okay. You... Look around, and you do not see any signs of what Karen has described to you at this point as Lou Blonger. He's kind of given you a little bit of a description. Um, and he doesn't see that, and you clearly don't see Zippy. And we don't see anything else of note. It's just the backstage of a convention. Yeah, it's just backstage. Lots of people moving, uh, presenters. The stage exits are, are in this. Like, you could easily get onto the stage from here. Uh, and you can just hear the cheers outside. Is there any kind of like um, um, back exit or anything? Um, any any signs that there might be like somewhere else that you know maybe if he was back here at one point he could have gone. Uh, you do see forward. There does seem to be a little pathway that leads to some private other like side rooms. Okay, I'm I'm gonna head that way towards the side rooms. Okay, stealthily. <laughs> you stealthy move you don't really have to be stealthy once you're back here kind of people just assume you're supposed to be there sweet so Um, blending in stealthy exactly and you guys make your way to the room and you open it quickly please make a stealth check now um Mm. to see if anybody sees you go into this room oh i can stealth that's okay that's another 18 (laughs) it's 11 plus uh oh sorry sorry bad math no, it is. 11 plus 7, 18. <laughs> That's three 18s in a row. It's no three natural 20s, Jacob. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> you guys open the door and you go into this room. It seems different. It's been mostly like stone, like a like a just amphitheater, kind of like stone outdoor amphitheater. And but now you're in this room and it seems carpeted and there's wallpaper and it seems very nice. And you can see there's a winding staircase that leads to a second level. Um, but down here you just see like cases, like these glass cases with all these different kind of like relics and posters, mostly like ammo propaganda it's kind of like the history of the ammo company on the wall and there's just like pictures of a man stranded on an island uh they find the pill they make their way out and then it's like not the last poster is just kind of a picture of a man standing with like all these people standing around them like they're kind of like elevated though so it looks like one big family unity kind of thing Mm. uh in the in the other display cases there's kind of like just little little like items just relics in these in these things like there's a a little dagger um there's a trumpet um just random bits and bobs that seem to be like lou blonger's childhood trumpet is what it says like it just seems to be like relics of lou blonger (laughs) and ammo propaganda oh oh, that is a set of stairs i hope this isn't a dead end but uh, did 
did both of you get stranded on that island together? Is that really what happened? With him? No, I, I wasn't stranded there with him. He wound up there somehow, and that's where he found the grapes and the raisins. And that's what I heard, and then he brought them to my attention when he made it back to the mainland. And so these, his, their existing pills, they were made of these grapes. That's what you're saying? Yes, well, the grapes absorb anything, like I said, and when he found them, they're grapes. So he dried them out and made them absorb different things. That's how he did it. And then, I guess from there, he manufactured the, the grapes into mini pills. Asshole. Yeah. Alright, well, let's head upstairs. Maybe there's... Maybe we can get a bird's eye view. Hopefully there's some kind of balcony or something. Okay. And you guys start making your way through the, the room. And we're gonna cut to Zippy. Zippy, you are on the beach, and the tide is just gently washing against the shore. And Lou Blonger's just standing there in the ocean with water up to his shins, with his suit pants rolled up. You can even see his shoes and socks are just like on, on the sand a little ways away. He just said how he last how he ended off last time with just Zippy Whisperer. It is a pleasure to finally meet you. Um, yeah, it's it's a pleasure to meet you, too. Um, uh, I, I don't know what, what to think right now. Uh, you, you really, uh, the pamphlet and everything, uh, in a way, I, I feel very honored. <laughs> yes, I, I, I get this kind of starstruck feeling uh, pretty commonly. And, and I hope you don't mind about that pamphlet, but I, I wanted to do something nice for you. Because I, I, I thought, you know... The two of us could help each other out, so to speak. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you, you could have sent a letter or something, or... Um, maybe a bit more heads up. I was... You, you, you took me kind of... You, you knocked me off my feet a little. Yeah, well... I guess I should apologize, you know. I, I did not consult you... Uh, for using your image... Or doing anything of the sort, but you know, I, I thought we could, as I said, help each other out because you have something, and and uh, you know, I've, I find myself always beginning conversations like this awkwardly. I'm sorry. Can we cut the bullshit? Um, uh, I don't quite know what you mean, sir. I, I, I mean, yeah, I have some some questions for you, but but what do you mean? I'm sorry. I, I, I am a bit of a people pleaser. I try to play both sides a lot of the times, but let's, if you don't mind me being frank, I, I use your image, and I know you didn't take the bullet. We both know. Right, right, but but I mean, it was all for the mission. I, I can I can get past that if it was if it was all for, you know for 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 ammo and and the, the good things and everything. It's, it's oh and and it, and it was, it was, and it's well it still is, but I I feel as though 
I, I used it to lure you here, Zippy. Why would you, you do that, sir? Well, and he starts pacing back and forth in the water. Uh, the world is a difficult place, Zippy. I'm sure you know that. And I, I needed you here because, well, you have something I need. Yeah, you have that grand treasure clue from the Baroga Spire. I know you do. Is is that really what this is about? Uh, but what about the conference? I, I was so excited, but... I, I'm sorry, you're going to have to be more clear this... Why, why can't we just talk about the mission? What does the Grand Church have to do with anything about this? The, uh, ammo is so good for the world, that should be enough. Well, it is. And the mission of ammo is still true. But, I know you don't believe it. What you're saying now is lies. You don't care about the mission. And, to be honest, Zippy, you have been a thorn in my side for quite some time now. I feel a little used, to be honest. I feel as though you use that ammo company benefits to to fund your travels and and move around the world as you see fit. But I've seen your sales numbers, and I think we can both agree they are not impressive. I mean, yeah, I've had some bumps here and there, but I was really trying. Uh, I I never had the intention of, of of using using you or the organization at all. It's done. It's because of you guys that I'm even on this journey in the first place. The, the it's the reason I left the Bramble Patch. Oh, I know. That good boy Christopher got one of you. Bramble Patch is notoriously tough for us outside businesses. But it's. It's difficult to believe that you want the world to be a better place when you keep going around ruining everything. I know you're a greeter, or that's what you call yourself. But, Zippy, you have to see what what you're doing. It's not beneficial for the company. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I I, I never meant it to be that way. I mean, I'm not really a greeter. I mean, you may hear these things... From this person or that, but if you want to to know the truth, just talk to me. Well, I've talked to others, and I know, I know enough. Cause you see, the first strike was with Farron. I. How do you uh, how do you know about I, that? Because I, I worked with Farron. She was supposed to be the next queen of Orum. But, and because of that, we would be able to expand our businesses. We have a vineyard back back there that is helping us make the pills. And, and, and the, the thing is, too, that we, we were using Orum to, to supply our, our grapes. And I find it hard to believe that... that you didn't know what you were doing. 
Well, uh, how could I? I I'm a I'm a lower level manager for uh, or uh, rather um Yes, yes, I, I know, I know your level, and I, I know that the, the secret of the, the grapes, which I assume you know now, but I, I, I know that secret isn't revealed until the higher echelon, so to speak. Secret of the grapes? But, what are you talking about? Are you, are you that big of a fool? Zippy Westboro? Uh, do you... I... I, I Listen. No, you listen. You're saying I'm this and that. You, you're acting like you know me. What? What about? I have questions for you too. What about? What about Karen? What about Gilbert? Boy. These people I met on my. Oh. I, I've heard talk that is that. Oh. I've heard talk that said that you were involved with these people somehow, and I don't see how your involvement with these people would help the mission of ammo or anything. It's we're about helping people, people who are down on their luck, and they can be people in the world and everything, and and through hard work and determination. But it seems like I've just heard so many things about you using people and flowers and things like that. <laughs> Karen of all people, you've been talking to him. Was well, this true? Oh no way! No way! No way! Oh, Zippy, I apologize. You are just a puppet. A puppet? That oh, what? I'm supposed to be the main character of my story. Oh sure. I'm sorry to say, Zippy, but I don't feel any of us are. You see. You know the ammo mission statement is that we want the world to be a better place. We have these pills and they can do incredible things. They help people. Yeah, they they helped the me. Reason I, the reason I do that and the reason I founded this company is because we're all weak. You see, this world's in balance, Zippy. Look around. You, you, you're being strung along by Karen, a very dangerous man. And you're, you're following the words of these people because you're just like me. Weak. Weak people don't make this world go round. It's the strong. It's the few. It's, it's the Felixes of the world that are choosing our paths. But you understand that? I mean, you see, this world is running on grand treasures, but everybody's so hung up on these grand treasures because it's it's a shortcut to to strength to become powerful. But who are the people getting these grand treasures? It's the powerful, and if the divide is getting stronger and stronger. We can't do anything, Zippy. But you you said I you're very so, so frustrated. I'm so frustrated with this world. But you said yourself what you believe you can achieve. That's what you said. And I believe it. Don't get me wrong, Zippy. I believe it. Because I know how to get there. You see, the, the grand treasures, the world, it's its unbalanced. It's, it's broken. Because people... 
people are making a mock of it. They're going around doing whatever they want. Felix is just crumbling everything he touches. It's everyone can't do what they want to do. I want to live in a world where people can do what they want to do. I want... I want people without fingers to be bakers and be able to knead dough. I want those with no magical magical connections to become wizards if they so choose. I want people to live how they want to live. But Zippy, I am weak. And because of that, I cannot become what I dreamed I could. At least that's what I thought. But you're made of gold. You said that. It's I am. Because, you see, I see further past my weakness. You know, the few, the few strong parade around, using their power, abusing it, throwing the weak aside like tokens in their grand treasure game. In the many, you and me, we look at ourselves and start doubting, denying, delaying, downplaying, diluting, diffusing, dismantling, disdaining, demoralizing, deconstructing, devaluing who we are. And those people, they expect us to keep struggling, crying, hiding, groveling, reaching, screeching, leeching, fighting, biting, whining, until we see everything out in this world as frightening. But I refuse. And I will keep stumbling, fumbling, bumbling, mumbling, crumbling, bailing, wailing, failing, groaning, moaning, loathing, choking, corroding, exploding, breaking, hating, grating, scraping, scratching, cracking, crashing. I can be seen as arm twisting, your splitting, finger pointing, ghoul looking, goat smelling, warm shedding, nitpicking, piss trickling, nose picking, bone stickling, completely sinking. Cabin sneaking, fill a fine stink eye, bending, sweating, underwhelming, tearing away at myself. Those weak people need to learn to stop. To stop thinking that we are limited, that we can't grow. I'm trying to do, Sippy. I'm trying to level the playing field. The pills are the first step, but the bullet... The bullet will bring everyone to the same base. Uh, maybe I am a fool. Maybe... Maybe, maybe uh, I can't be anyone until, maybe I never deserve to be anyone and that I, people are always going to have their feet on our necks at all times because we're, because we're just, we're just people. We'll, we'll never be anyone. We'll never be. Anyone. 
but you have me. Yeah. And I found a way to level the playing field, to, to bring ourselves up to the level of those greats. And you see, Zippy, that's also why I need whatever you got from that Baroga Spire. I assume you have something. I doubt you'd be alive right now if Clyde just gave it to you or you took it from him. I need it. Because I plan on destroying all the grand treasures. And once that's done, there is nothing else that can ruin the balance I'm creating with the bullet. What, 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 and... What exactly will happen with people with the bullet? They will... be balanced. They will be brought to a level where no one person is stronger than the other. No one person has more magic than the other. No one else is better. We can all have an equal opportunity to do whatever we want. They want to be a baker, they can. They want magic, they can. The bullet can give that. It can let people be who they want to be without having to file into their corrected categories because some king who was born into that role chose so. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Good. Now give me that grand treasure clue. But... But if, if I, if I was king of Black Bunny Castle, because I just wanted to be, I would have never been a carrot farmer. And I would have never known what it was like to be at the bottom of the pyramid. To, to constantly strive to be, to, to be more. And... Maybe I would never reach the top of the pyramid, but for me, it was always the journey. And and I'm stronger because of it. Because of the bottom of the pyramid where everyone else is. Because the ones who who get higher know how to bring others up with them. But if everyone's just all at the top, you, you, you'll never care about, you'll never be proud of who you were, or are, and what you've done. Maybe you're overcomplicating it. No, you're Stop overcomplicating talking. it. Stop Stop. You don't know for a second what it means to be, to, to be out in the sun. Perfecting the best carrots. You don't know me. You don't. You don't know what it, uh, for a second of what it means to, to to go into a world and not know anyone and try to don't act like that. you, you don't know what you're doing. Stop. You. You should watch what you say right now. You want everyone to just be like you and 
and, and be someone not but you're true. you sound just like a dirty person who's just that not happy with the path not shut chose. up shut up you have been played like a string violin stop thinking like that and give me the grand treasure clue zippy stop being a fool no you're the fool I'm sick of this. I'm sick of all of this. This let's let's calm down. Let's take a step back because I feel like you aren't getting it. But you're just lying to me and you're lying to everyone else. You're you you put me on a pamphlet that I never signed up up for and and now you're saying you want to you just want to force people into something they don't even know that they can accept or anything. It's wrong. They need to be forced because if one person is not in the system, everything is ruined. Every There is no balance until everyone is at the same level. But Zippy, listen. You are saying, this is what you're saying. You're saying you want people to struggle. You want the divide of power to remain. You want those who wish they could do something with their lives, wish they could open their business, be that musician, that famous bard, be anything they want. And you instead want them to stay where they are, stay as a humble carrot farmer. No. When they want to do something else with their life. You want society and the world to keep them down. No. What I'm saying is it's it's not my choice or yours to handle. It's their choices. If we... Do you not think if if you gave everybody a choice, they would choose what they want to do? No. No. What I'm saying is that it's not... My choice. You see, you say I'm making a choice, but maybe I am. But that's all confusing to to me because I'm just trying to stop you from making the choice for other people. No, and- I am giving them the choice. I am enabling them to realize their choices. You think if you could choose right now to find that grand treasure, whatever one you're searching for, that if you could find it right now, just at the snap of your fingers, you're telling me you wouldn't take that. You wouldn't realize your dream and be the person you want to be. But I would never be in the position to even make that choice if I didn't choose... The struggle already. I'm choosing to sacrifice my life, my entire life's journey, so that I can let people live the journeys they want to live. It's too many people, they, they only get successful right at the end, if at all. And I'm making the choice to allow people to live how the they want to live. Not everybody wants to stay in the Bramble Patch. But the only reason you're even in the position to make that choice is because you you had successes and struggles and... Uh, Lou, please, don't... This is terrible. Do you know 
if I could have been in this position when I was half my age, you don't think I would? So many people say the phrase, if I could go back with everything I know now, or having the accomplishments I have now, people would go back. I'm saving their lives. We only get one. And I want them to live theirs to the fullest. And you're instead telling me that you want everyone to suffer, to struggle, to never achieve the things because of unfairness in the world, the unbalance. Because because life is messy. And it's meant to be that way. And it's... It's like tomato soup. In white sheets. It's like... When you spill a bit of tomato soup... On a white sheet, it's like... That's not coming out. No amount of... Fixing or... Magic or anything, it's just... It's... It's soup on white sheets. And for... For some people... They, they might wish that that never happened, that they could keep their white sheets, but... At least for me... The... The splotches of the tomato sh- soup... Show the fun evening you had... A year ago, when the first splotch happened. Another splotch might say... This this was when I brought a friend over after we've had a big fight. And the other spot might show just how much work someone put into a tomato soup. Because they cared so much about... About... Their friends. And... And, yeah, the... the the white sheet might get dirty and gross over time and battered and teared. But it tells stories and it it speaks for itself. I I would put that on my table any day instead of a new white sheet. Because Because this sheet has something to say. Because it's it's the journey the sheet went through to get to what it is. It's it's different from the rest and it's it's something that people remember and if it was just a white sheet, then who would really care about that? It would be just like the other white sheets all around the stores and around other people's tables and For me, that's just stupid. Why work at all if there is not a worthwhile destination? It's not about the journey. It's never about the adventure. It's about getting the result you want at the end. And I'm shortcutting it. I'm cutting out the fat. I'm getting people to their destination sooner. The bullet will get them to their destination. Now. Today. Lou. For me, it's never 
been about just a day, a destination, an event. I've always just... Maybe I, maybe I did used to think like that before I met my friends and went on the journey. And maybe I, the zippy you may, may put on the pamphlet. May, maybe that, that zippy could understand what you're talking about, but. I need to make a choice today. I need I need to do what's right. And I I don't think Ammo's in the picture. Those monks should have killed you at that mansion. Wait, what? Yeah. I've been searching for you and your little misfit crew. As I said, you've been messing things up. You messed up my deal with Orum. You took it away. And now you got the flock and the competition bureau on my ass from the Brogaspire. Whoa, whoa. Wait, the... You keep going around. I thought I could use you. I thought your image was enough. Put it on the pamphlet. Use your accomplishments for the better. Because I'm an opportunist, Zippy. I take the best of the situations I'm given. That's how I got to where I am. But clearly, you... You're more corrupted and blind than I thought. Shut up. What did you say Ammo about the monks? opportunity. Stop your rambling. Everything's an opportunity. No, 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 no. It was you with the monks. With Norman. Those monks? They wanted revenge. Sometimes that's the destination. And I was helping them to achieve that. That's what it's all about. Realizing and getting what you want. Well, if... If that was the destination and the choice the monks were going to make, then this is mine. And I, uh... I turn off the spell... For the ant. Oh! <laughs> yes! Uh-oh. Yes! Let's do it. <clears throat> Cut. Peterson. You are out with all the crowds, and you're still moving and looking. You haven't heard anything yet. But people are still taking the pills around you. And you start to notice, though, now, that all everyone who has taken a pill is starting to get really drowsy. And they're like, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> okay, whoa. It's hard, but I'll get through this. I feel, I feel good. Uh, does it look like... Is there still a group of people that haven't taken the pill that are still making their way towards the stage? Uh, yeah, there's some people at the very back that are still like scrounging around to try and grab one off the oh, floor. Oh, right, because they're all over the place. They're not on the stage and people are coming up to receive them. They're all- They've been blasted okay. out wide and far. Damn it. Okay, I'm just gonna... Peterson's gonna take off the circlet. He's gonna revert back to his goblin form. And he's just gonna stoop on a pew, waiting. And kind of dejected, and he just says, 
into the rocky talky. Tell what I'm waiting on your cue. Let me know. It's hell over here. And I don't really see what else I can do. I mean, I can't... Like, I really had... I've had the idea to just rain a fireball down on this place. But everyone's already taken a pill. He's going to be looking down. And then he's going to get an idea. And he's going to straighten up. He's going to pull his mask down. And he's going to start chanting in Goblin. And he's going to cast Conjure Animals. And I'm going to summon... So, if the challenge rating of the creature is one quarter or less, I can summon eight of them. And I'm going to summon eight giant bats. And they're not as difficult as they sound (laughs) to kill. They're... They're very easy to kill, but they're huge. They're large, and I'm just going to make them rain in from the sky and start screeching and flapping and trying to scatter everyone away and trying to make them leave the Coliseum or the conference. Let me uh, let me roll. Okay. okay, so you summon bats, and they just immediately fly out from you like Dracula, and they start flying above and screeching at those who are coming for the pills. Everyone who has already taken one is just really drowsy, and they, as the bats just screech, they they seem to be just, like, unaffected. But those who are coming see the giant bats just freaking. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Some who are closer grabbed the pill and ran, but the other ones... They are scared and frightened. They're running across the boardwalk away from from here because of the bats. Okay, and then I will just have the bats in like a, just a perpetual cyclone over the majority of the the. I can't well, keep on call it Coliseum uh, over the conference room, just like making it super scary to be there. Anyone who comes in there is just going to turn around and leave, hopefully, and they're going to swoop low at anyone that tries to grab a pill from now on. You see. Some people come backstage in ammo suits, and they have bows, and they're going to start trying to shoot at the bats. Okay. They miss. They miss completely. They're shooting, and the bats bats are just screeching at them, and arrows are just being flung, but none are hitting yet. Okay. I'm going to whisper into my Rocky Talkie. I'm going to say, Tall one, my hand was forced. Um, we have no time. And I'm going to crouch behind a pew... And I'm going to peek out and toll the dead on on these people that are trying to shoot these bats. Okay. Roll okay. toll of the dead. Uh, four plus eight, uh, 12. Okay. That does not hit. Ugh. So it rings out. Some people in the crowd are affected and they're holding their hands over their ears. But the, the ones on stage shooting at the bats have not been hit. There's about four of them on the stage firing arrows. Cut. To Darian. You're in the room and you just started going up the stairs, the winding staircase. And you get to kind of just a large office room with a big portrait of Lou Blonger and a wooden desk and a chair and a large glass pane window that looks out to the beach. You look out there and Karen points and says, Look, Darian, Zippy. And Lou. There, there he is. Um, have I heard Peterson's messages yet? And now, right as you said that, you hear the messages. You probably hear it told the dead. Peterson, we spotted Zippy. He's behind the amphitheater, down at the beach. Make your way there, now. All right, tall one. And just as you say that, Karen looks at his shoulder, 
and he just says, Darian, it's go time. And you see the ant disappears, and you sense power, immense power coming from Karen. And they just, you see, they crouch down. Their legs are, like, transforming into these, like, springy legs. Like, they're kind of, the, the, the muscle is, like, bending and forming into, like, spring legs. And they just, ooh, smash out of the glass. And you look and you see just an explosion of water as Karen has just completely tackled and stabbed and just demolished Lou Blonger. And the water starts to fall, little little noises of rain on the water. And you see as it clears that Lou Blonger has been just stabbed right through the chest. And you see Lou Blonger's eyes look like they're just glazed over and they seem to have died. But then you see closer that their face starts to melt and the skin starts to peel and fall away. And Karen just says, This is for Gilbert. You should not have crossed me, Lou. You are a fool. And you see it is just melting more and more, but Karen hasn't noticed yet. And then you see a part of their face falls off. and It's this weird slime underneath. And you see... Karen goes to remove his arm from Lou and goes, What? Why is this... What? It's sticky. And then the dead Lou Blonger's arm grabs and wraps around Karen. And Zippy, you feel on your shoulder a hand. You feel magic immediately take hold of your body and you stand frozen you try to speak you try to move you are paralyzed and frozen there in total shock you can just start hearing your heartbeat start to pound louder and louder as you sense something terrifying is nearby and you start to hear footsteps in the sand as the person whose hand is on your shoulder moves it and walks in front of you. You can see it's Lou Blonger again, but this time both their hands, you notice, each have a ring on them. And the yellow ring on his left hand's middle finger is glowing. Well, now you put out a fishnet in hopes to catch a fish. Not a whole damn shark. Lou! What is this? Get off of me! You can see 
Karen is being engulfed by this slime thing, and they can't move. They keep, like, bending and breaking. And you can see they're starting to, like, transform, and their back is like, growing and snapping, and their skin is peeling as they're, like, transforming into various different beasts. They're just roaring and clawing, but they can't break free of this slime thing, and they're just splashing in the water. Karen, you should know better than to struggle in that. That's some con-con mucus. Those giant pigs, do you know how hard it is to get them to have a runny nose? Man, it took me weeks. Ugh. And you should also know that the only way you're getting out is with some con-con tears. I don't happen to have any. Oh, poor you. <laughs> but I'll deal with you later, Karen, because I have urgent business to deal with. And some CEO disciplinary action to take. Because I find one of my sheep has been led astray. Lublonger turns around and looks at you, Zippy. You're still paralyzed. You can't even move your eyes or blink. You're just staring directly. And Lou kneels down and unbuttons his suit coat. And he just looks you in the eyes and says... Oh, okay. Now, I don't want you to think that everything I was saying with that slime form wasn't actually my beliefs and thoughts. In actuality, those are. I do feel that way about the grand treasures, about the world at large. But, to be honest... I feel like you're very unreasonable, Zippy, and I feel like you're seeing the small picture. But, at the end of the day, it is your opinion versus mine. You are entitled to your thoughts, and I respect that. But I feel you should also respect my vision and what I'm about to do. Because, Zippy, if you are not on board and are going to be standing in my way, then well, I'm going to have to change your mind forcefully. And you see behind, Karen is still struggling in the slime. It's just like, come on! And now he's just like, and the slime just goes over his mouth and, and Lublonger just says, oh, I hate the noise, don't you? And you, Darian, saw the aftermath. And just as you're moving to make your way down there, I imagine you're trying to, like, smash through the window or something to get down? I actually... How far am I? Uh, it's about 100, uh, 150 feet. I want to draw the black bow and take a shot at Lou. <laughs> okay. Because I know I can't uh, close that gap fast enough, and I see that Zippy's stuck. Roll with disadvantage because you feel the blue flower on your leg is starting to pulse. Oh, oh shoot. Peterson, you are also feeling that okay. pulse. But roll roll to hit with the black bow. I'm feeling that pulsing. I'm going to activate my Ryzen's tier to give myself advantage to just bring it to a straight roll. Okay. 16 plus 7, 23. It hits. It goes flying 
through the air. Please roll damage. And I have to roll a save, right, for blindness? Uh, yeah, constitution saving throw. I think it's DC 18. Okay. Okay. Um, that's only 8 damage. You see it flies. And just as he's kneeling down to you, Zippy, you see... <laughs> oh. What is... Oh, look at this. Hey, look at this, Zippy. Little gift. Is that your friend up there? Oh, it must be Darian, right? That's his name. Snap. He snaps it off. And you can see... He's like, oh, magic. And you can see he's starting to become blind. It's, it's covering his eyes, blackness. And he's like, oh, don't worry. He reaches in his suit pocket and pulls out a grape. I start running. You start running. He eats the grape. And his vision comes back. And the wound, you can see some blood was trickling out. It stops Zippy in front of you. And Darian, you jump out the window. It's it's about a 15-foot drop, but you land. And you're starting to run. And the blue flower is starting to scream. And your leg gives way. And you fall. And you can feel this is stronger than any other time it's happened before. And you can see in the corner in the jelly, the, the, the slime, it's just still like they're trying to break free. And you just hear in your head screaming, Help! Karen, stop! And they can't hear. They're in the side. It's just screaming. I can't, and, I can't um, move at all. I'm like paralyzed. Yeah, you're paralyzed because of the ring he used on you um, so you're just standing there motionless I, I can't talk I can just watch you can just stare straight and uh, okay. and nothing else and he's like and behind me Lou's in front of you right now oh, Okay, right. like he was kneeling down to look at you and Darian it's pulsing and the vines are moving you can see the thorny roots are moving up your thigh to your body and it's Painful. You can just feel the pain. 10 damage, 10 damage, 10 damage, 10 damage, 10 damage, 60 damage. And it's just all the time screaming. Peterson, you're in the crowd and the people are firing arrows. And all of a sudden, on your ass cheek, the pain starts welling. And you can see the thorns are building around you and... 10 damage, 10 damage, 10 damage, 30 damage, and your bats disappear. As you're just on your hands and knees, you just hear screaming help as well in your head. I I am going to... My mask is down, just because I feel like it's time. And I'm going to... As... I'm going to dimension door okay. towards... Darian and Karen and Zippy and Lou. Okay. Um, I don't need to roll. I just transport. I teleport up to 500 feet in that direction. Okay. You try to go through the door while you're pained. And I want you to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Eighteen. Five. Five plus four. Nine. You cast it. 
and the door appears and you're reaching for the handle and you open it and you can see on the beach Darien a little portal a door is opening and you can see Peterson through it as it's opening and then an arrow hits him in the shoulder and you lose your grip slips on the door and then you feel the thorns going up your body even more Peterson 10 damage 10 damage 10 damage and your eyes start going red your vision starts going red and you can feel you reach under your mask and look at your hand and there's blood blood is leaking from your eyes as you look at your hands and the thorns the roots have just encircled your hands and 10 damage can I can I say something? Scream it. I'm going to try to say I never betrayed anyone. And you go under and you feel even in your unconsciousness you are dying and your arm is shrinking. You are being consumed. And the dimension door fades away. Can I scream again? Like, Scream again. I, like, I want to continue running forward. You're crawling. You're, like, crawling as, as best you can. Karen! Karen! Stop! Karen! Look what you're doing! The thorns are moving up your body. And you can see your vision's going red, Darian. And you can see it's dripping onto the sand below you some blood. What would you like to say? Zippy! Uh, I'm sorry! And you feel you're going under. And you can hear now footsteps of ammo people in suits coming. Clap, 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 clap. And they're like, contain him! Contain him! Make sure he doesn't move! And you can feel a knee on your back, Darian. And you can see people are like trying to restrain you. Restrain you. They're, they're tying your hands behind your back with rope. And they, you can just feel your legs are like shriveling and shrinking. And you look as you outstretch your arms on your left hand. You can see just at your wrist, the thorns are moving up and moving up. And they're moving up your fingers. And then... You're ten damage, ten damage, ten damage. You're at one HP technically now. From all the damage you're taking, you have one HP left. And your ring finger, the finger that had your ring from Caspin, the star metal ring you had from the very beginning, it hits the thorns start to go underneath the ring. And then there's a small green flash from underneath the mirror. And you can see the thorns. They all go down all your body. You can see it rapidly moves down your arm. And your blue flower bud stops. And it's just a flower on your leg now. But it's not giving you any pain. And you have one HP. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh... Can I... Uh, you said I'm being restrained? 
Yeah, there's five people around you. Two are on your arms, holding each one. One has a knee on your back, uh, just like making sure you're still staying on the ground. Uh, the other two are just standing by. I cast haste on myself. Okay. And then I cast cure wounds twice <laughs> to heal myself a bit. Okay, you still have uh, uh, three people restraining you, but you start casting it, and as you're doing that, they're noticing and being like, what the hell? Stop him! Stop him! And uh, one of them draws their blade and is moving towards you. Did I? Did anything get cast or anything? Or Yeah, your cure wounds got cast and, and your haste. Okay, okay. I am then... I, I'm gonna face that face up 30 feet towards Zippy and Lou. Okay. You face step away and they're like, oh, what? And you vanish and you land 30 feet closer. Uh, you are now 90 feet away. Draken, is this a lost cause? Darian, run. Please, run. Hey. Flowers will find a way to remove it. I don't, I don't know what to do, if, and that's very odd for me. If, <laughs> but if I run, Zippy could be a dead man. Listen, last resort, throw me in the ocean if you're going under, okay? <laughs> and you hear a voice call out, "Oh!" And and he stands up from his kneeling position with Zippy, and he looks over Zippy's head and says, "Quite some good moves from you, Mister Branch." You take well after your father. You see, Zippy, he's one of those guys who just has everything handed to him. You know, he's the guy who can get whatever he wants. I'm surprised you're staying with him. He seems to be ordering you around the most, I'm sure. By the way, how is your father? That son of a bitch. Oh, he seems angry, Zippy. What? Is... Is he all right? I haven't had tea with him in a while. See, I'm provoking him because I want him to do something rational because I haven't had this much fun in a while. Um, I'm... Darian, run! I'm gonna roll something. Okay. Um, I want to make a perception check in the area. Like, is there... Is there somewhere I can Um, retreat to? Or is it just like... Oh, like, beach. So... Beach in front of you. You don't need to make a perception check. Beach in front of you, like sideways and everything. Behind you, more ammo people are coming out behind you. Um, like lining the 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 side of the beach that has the auditorium and everything on it. And I see no signs of Peterson. And then there's just like a mob coming behind me. Yes. Uh, Mr. Branch. Uh... Uh, I must say, uh, you are maybe acting a little rationally. I'm sorry for for them restraining you a little bit there, but you seemed aggressive, uh, considering you shot me. But actually, I haven't harmed a hair on any hair's head, especially this hair right here below me. But uh, you see, I'm just trying to have a conversation. You're coming at me guns blazing. That's all right. I, like, am so stuck. Darian looks around, sees that Karen has no hope of breaking out. He sees no sign of Peterson and there's a mob coming and sees Zippy is completely paralyzed 
and with Jack and screaming in his ear uh, to run, uh, Darian is with his haste still active, um, going to just book it. Wow. Which way? Away. From the crowd, from... Okay, so down the beach. Yeah. Damn, Darian. Wow. I, I can't believe it. You start bolting. You leave a dust of sand behind you, and, and uh, Lou Blonger just yells out, Oh, not so fast. You can't leave the party already. I had to talk to you, too. And he just says, Everybody, restrain. And you see everybody on the line raises out their hands and casts Entangle. What? About 20 people cast Entangle on you, Darian. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Did I get a full round, like a full six seconds away before they cast it? Um... Technically, yes, but they're, like, aligned along the beach, like, quite far. So even if you made it that far, they would still be able to hit you with the spell. Let, let me double-check double-check something. Just, this might make it a little easier on myself. Um, I... Okay, yeah, I have an additional action. So I can take the dash action twice. So I can move 90 feet in one turn. And I have an advantage okay. on dexterity saving throws. But the range of Entangle is 90 Exactly, feet. so there's no way all of them could hit me. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, I'll cut it down to 7 can hit you. Okay, and I have an advantage <laughs> on the dexterity saving throws. <laughs> okay. Please roll. Let's see if you can do something insane. I can hear the nervousness in your voice, dude. Okay, uh, I, I'm so nervous. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> Uh, okay, so 16 plus 7. I mean, I guess I'll re-roll that one because it's advantage. Okay, yeah, it's not any better. So 23 on the uh, first one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, that was an 8, but advantage. 13. So 20, not natural. That's two checks. Okay. Uh, 15. 15 plus 7. It's uh, a wa- a bad math. 22. Um, okay. And that was, well, that was advantage for 15. Okay, so it's three checks. Okay, that was a two, but on advantage. Uh, that's a seven plus seven is 14. I'm going to choose to use a luck point and re-roll a die. <laughs> Which is another 13, so that's seven, or 20, sorry. Um, that's four checks. <sighs> Ah, Three more to go. Wow. I have two more luck points. Okay. Uh, 11 plus 7, 18. Oh my gosh. That's five. Okay. Um, uh, 8 plus 7 is 15. I'm going to choose to use a luck point before you tell me to reroll. Um, which is a 12. 12 plus 7, 19. I've got one luck point left. Come on. Come on. Holy shit. Come on. Come on. <laughs> 17 plus 7 is 24. <laughs> Darian has done wow. the impossible. <laughs> That's only because I had advantage on all checks. I managed to cut them down with the dash action before, and I had to burn through almost all of my luck points to do it. 
That's like, that was like, I had to, I just gassed a lot there, okay? Oh. Oh! Oh! Mad respect, dude. That was amazing. I'm dying inside. That was so stressful. Darian books it. And entangles are being cast. Vines are growing out of the sand. He's bobbing, weaving, cutting, slashing, moving as fast and fluidly as he can. Fear guiding and fueling his veins. And you are running. And you make it through. And you're just running down the beach. Constantly, consistently running down the beach. And just to be clear, this is not out of fear. Darian is choosing to make a tactical retreat like he there's no <laughs> way no i know it sounds yeah. hilarious now but like seeing the mob like darian knew there was no way he could face that crap yeah darian totally and he knew there was there's no <laughs> the way, way he could beat just, Lou alone the way you just alone. said it just was sounded like <laughs> i was afraid i know this guy's telling totally a lie to himself but, but persuasion check persuasion check connor Darian runs away. Zippy, you really can't see because you're still staring forward. You just hear it behind you. Lou Blonger sees it and he's like, oh, damn it. Oh, well, he won't get far. Anyways, Zippy, and he kneels down again, looks you in the eyes. Man, with friends like those, am I right? That's what the strong do. They abandon you. They use you and leave you just to get ahead. I know you didn't see it, but hopefully... Hopefully you kind of got the gist from the conversation back and forth. You know, I'm going to have to do something with you, Zippy. And cut to Darian. You're running and running. And Draken's just saying, go faster, faster. We need somewhere to hide. We can't run forever. It's okay. And this, I just hope I just hope he stays alive long enough for me to get him back. Okay, kid. Let's make our way to the jungle. We'll get back to the airship and then get out of here. Okay. Turn left. Okay, yeah, I think think my haste is about to run out. Where's the... Here, let's just duck in. Seth, uh, Seth, is there a place that I can kind of, like, hide while my haste kind of drops? You can hide in between some of these fruit stands that, like, line the, the... Boardwalk beachside kind of okay. thing. So yeah, yeah, there are some stands to hide in. I'm okay. I'm gonna go run and in, run into there. And uh, actually, okay. as I as I hop in, hopefully I can get this in before my haste runs out and I'm exhausted. Uh, I want to cast pass without a trace on myself, so I'm I'm hiding in there. Sure. Yeah. You jump in. Your haste cancels, so you you know you have to wait a bit, but you have cast pass without a trace to kind of mitigate any searching that might be done on on Darian. Okay. Whew. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Why? Because you're finally starting to let go of the ones you love the most. That's a important step. Well, I'm not... With all due respect, Dragon, I'm not letting letting go. I just... I I just need to get help. I, I, I... There's no way I could have taken that on alone. And it, it seemed... Like Lou didn't plan on killing Zippy, and if I I knew if I charged in, he probably would have killed me. So I, I just had to get out of there, and I'm just trying to get help. As soon as this, as soon as I've got my breath, we need to keep moving. Okay, but the 
you're a little delusional, I think. You you realize how bad that situation was back then, right? No, oh, I'm I'm very aware. Did you see the the thing that Yeah, there's no out? way that doesn't end with death for everybody. I don't no, I I don't believe that. He Lou said he wasn't planning on harming Why would you trust him? You gonna trust him over me? Well no, but I don't have anything else to go on, really, at this point, Draken. I look, it's it's careless and But we would have both been dead if I had ran in. I need to I figured my best experience is really showing. I figured my best bet was to try and find Peterson quickly and and get back to get him out because I couldn't do it alone. Maybe we can grab You're the going airship back for but... Peterson. Well, of course. You... Why wouldn't I? Did you not see him through the dimension door? Well, yeah, he looked a little worse for wear, but so did I. I'm still here. He had the eyes of a dead man, and I could see that even through that mask. Well, we we don't know that. We didn't. We didn't see him die. We don't know. Okay, well, remember that face, because this is going to be a hell of a learning experience for you, Darian. No, I... Peterson's stronger than that. We'll... We'll find him. We'll get the airship, and we'll... We'll... I don't know. A-team it out of there. We'll get... We'll get help, and we'll, we'll fly out of there, and all of us will be okay, like we always do. Darian, I think we just... Need to cut our losses, literally, and leave. And your haste comes back. Like, your your breath comes back. Uh, look, Draken, you've helped me through a lot and some pretty dark places. But if I just fully abandon them, then I didn't never deserve to leave Mana Snow. I, I can't. Come on, I have... I got my breath back. Let's Let's head towards the amphitheater. That's where we last... Knew Peterson was, and let's let's find him, and let's let's get Zippy out of there, okay? Do what you will, but make sure to learn from this big mistake. And Darian just starts starts making his way to the amphitheater. He's he's got past without a trace, so he's being a little more aggressive about it. Like he's still he's still running. And hoping that that kind of helps cover cover him because time is still of the essence, and he's second guessing his decisions based on that conversation with Draken. You run out of the fruit stand and you run to the boardwalk, and now you can see there's the the jungle line just right across it, and then you know the other way is the beach, and you look down and you can see the path to the amphitheater. Uh, it's like a, a hundred and fifty feet away. Um, but you can make it there quite quickly. And you notice that pretty much all the stands, everything, it's just like vacant. It's kind of ghost towny. Everyone was at the conference because it was like the biggest deal. So you make your way down sneakily using Path Without a Trace. You can see the yellow light from the giant palm in the sea is shining and the yellow light is cutting in between, you know, the fruit stands and engulfing the area still. So you're trying to move from shadow to shadow. And you're moving and moving and you make it and you can see into the amphitheater crowd and everyone you see there's blue ammo pills like the bullets just on the floor scattered around and you can see everybody is lying down on the ground and you're specifically looking for Peterson in this mess. 
Yeah, I'm 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 trying to find him because I'm trying to find any kind of backup that'll that'll help me get Zippy out of there. Okay, no no perception roll needed because it's quite obvious which one is Peterson because he kind of stands out. But you look out and you see Peterson face down into the ground. You can see he's lying down amongst other people who are just lying down as well. But he has an arrow in his shoulder sticking out. And there's a pool of blood completely surrounding his head and coming out from under his mask. He seems to be dead. No, 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 no. Shoot! And I start running to him. Okay, so you are running into the amphitheater. It's where you see Peterson laying in that pool of blood. And you're stepping over the people. They're all incredibly, like, they seem just to be asleep or unconscious, just completely passed out. So you're just stepping over them. Even when you hit some and you walk over their backs or something, they don't make a sound. Um, so they seem almost lifeless themselves. But you are making it, and you find yourself at Peterson's body, where he is laying right down on the floor with his head to the side and his mask on and blood pooling around mostly his head and trickling down to his body. Um, can I can I check for vitals? Like, is, is Peterson alive? Yeah, yeah, uh, roll a medicine check. Uh, that's uh, seven. Okay. Um, that's not great for so funny No, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> if you're trying to find vitals, you don't find any, uh, just because you're kind of, you know, moving quick, maybe a little worried about the whole situation your hands and uh, nerves maybe but uh yeah you you can't tell whether he is alive or dead but if you had to take a guess probably dead like Pierce, like he's dead yeah so he, i mean yeah well <laughs> okay uh like he got sucked up oh my gosh okay uh I can't believe you son of a bitch. Um, like, like Darian almost got sucked up too, right? But your ring, yeah. your ring stopped you. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. So, so Darian thinks he's like he think like he's dead then. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, in in that case, after um, shoot. In that case, after Darian runs over to, he kind of like rolls Peterson over to check him, and he's like, Peterson, are you? Oh shit. No, 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 you're not, no, I need you're not supposed, you're not supposed to be dead, Peterson, what are you, no, get, Peterson, get up, get up, we need to go, we need to get Zippy, what are you, you're not supposed to be dead, we need to get him, we need to, Draken, can you, can you help him, can we get it, like, we need to get Zippy, what did I tell you, you, he's not, fuck, as fuck, you're holding fuck, his fuck, arms, fuck. as you're holding his arms, you can feel, like, the bone. You even see his arm is just, like, completely shriveled, like like a raisin. And uh, oh it's gosh. it's just there, like, it's like the muscle has been sucked up, kind of. And, and there's still some, like, curving roots and thorns from the blue flower tattoo that are still slowly moving around his arm. But oh, fuck. 
he seems to have been consumed. Fuck. No. Peterson. Peterson, no. You weren't so... Fuck. Fuck. And he, he's kind of like holding Peterson and he puts his head down kind of like on his like chest and he's like, fuck. No. You, no what am I... I don't know. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am Cave. I gonna do? Fuck. Fuck. Leave him. He's not... Shit. But Zippy's still out there. Zippy's dead. He's oh, shit. You know that. I, uh... Shit. Is, uh... Fuck. Okay. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. Fuck. Um... Uh, Seth, is there... Is there anything on... On... Peterson's body that I could take as like a like a memento or something like a necklace or, or something is there anything there I mean like his his mask would be like you know the the biggest memento I mean you could take one of yeah. the other little items okay. but the mask um, would be the, the biggest one <laughs> I'm just gonna start looting his magical items um yeah take his black bow <laughs> um I uh I slide the mask off his face um as you slide it off you see the stains of the blood that's trickled down from his eyes and you can see his face just looks shriveled and his eyes are closed fuck I'm sorry I'm sorry I couldn't save you I'm sorry I can't save Zippy I'm sorry I couldn't save your clan and around you you see all the sleeping people in the amphitheater which is about like a thousand people are starting to rise. <laughs> what happened? And you can see as they're rising, you notice on all the people, especially around you, they have blue flowers that are starting to bud and fly and like just bloom on random parts of their body. Some have it on their forehead, some have it on their feet, some have it on their elbows, all different parts of their body. You can see these flowers are starting to blossom and they're just standing up slowly and just going, I had oh, whoa. oh fuck oh, fuck fuck uh, Darian's like trying to like wipe tears from his eyes just to like see what's going on around him he he stands up quickly kind of trying to let Peterson down at least as gently as he can and uh turns to Draken and he's like okay fuck fine you're right let's let's just fucking get back to the ship let's go move now and, and you can see everybody just still holding their heads, just being like, Oh, why? What? What is it saying? Aladrin escaped. Why? What does this mean? Oh, fuck. Fuck, he's looking for me. We gotta run. Run faster. I'm uh, I'm going to activate Zephyr Strike to, to double my movement. You double your movement and you just go, you're just, where are you heading? Uh, Back to the airship. I gotta... Okay. Darian's gotta get the fuck out of there. You go booming through the crowd, dodging, bobbing, weaving, pushing people aside as they're standing up. And you can see they're like, why? Why won't it stop? Why? I'll find him! Fine! And you can see as people are even like picking themselves up from the stone benches, you can see these weak people, weak-looking people, as they put their hands on the stone benches, it cracks. 
and shatters. It seems like these people are like, like literally like juiced up like Bane from Batman. You know what I mean? And they're just raising, and you're moving, bobbing, and weaving. Please make a stealth check. Okay, uh, that's a five plus seven plus ten uh, for uh, passive the chase. Okay, you hide enough, but one person in the crowd just goes, "Find that Aladrin! Find him! Make it stop!" And they like throw somebody from the other like part of the amphitheater goes flying over you and crashes into another place people are like throwing each other throwing rock it's getting extremely chaotic and these people seem to have like lost their minds and they're just like almost frothing at the mouth to find you and they're like where is he and they're almost speaking in unison now but you with your past without a trace bob and weave and duck and dodge and make it out and you're on the boardwalk do you want to keep running right into the jungle yeah, I uh I'm going to start towards the uh towards the airship. You run into the jungle, dodging between the trees and just behind you you hear in the distance, "Look for him. Don't stop until you find him." And they're just now spreading out and looking and and they're leaving the amphitheater leader, like they're literally leaving the amphitheater now and and so we're like flipping these stands, these fruit stands, and, and they're just enraged. But you're running through. Okay. And Jack just goes, oh, good timing, kid. Any sooner and we'd be mobbed, literally. Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh... Kid, you okay? Why does everyone keep dying? Listen, those feelings will fade. You get used to it. It's just you and me now, right? It's just, uh... Yeah, fuck, just let's, just, let's get to the airship. Let's keep go. Move, don't stop those legs. Run. Keep moving. Run. Just keep running. Just keep running. Wait. What the hell? What, what, what is that? And you look to your left, Darian, and like a hundred feet into the jungle away from the the airship a little bit, there is this bright light. And not the same bright light from the hand that's shining. It's different. It's more orange and more red. And it's just burning bright. What the hell could make that? I don't don't know. uh, we, We can't do anything about it. We just gotta keep running. Agreed. You look, you're still keeping an eye on it, and it literally looks like flames. It looks like the jungle is literally burning. And then, as it's in the corner of your eye, Draken is also keeping an eye on it, and he's like, Kid, wait, 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 wait. Is it getting bigger? Is it getting closer? Oh, shit. Crap, how shit. close are we to the airship? Just keep running. Shit, 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 shit. Oh, it's coming. Darian, do something. The, the, the bubble. Something. I, uh, I... In the flame is moving at you at like a really fast pace and the light is coming closer and closer and we're gonna cut to zippy Uh, (laughs) well zippy i must say i am disappointed offended 
and other emotions. But I think I, uh, I think your friends show a certain lack of unity that the ammo company strives for. And I understand how good camaraderie is. You know, I understand what it means to have a team. Because honestly, Zippy, in this world, you need people. I need people. Because we people can't do anything alone. You see, I see the value in teamwork and camaraderie such as yours. And... I must be honest, I am not where I am because of my efforts alone. As I said, I am a weak man. And when you're the smallest fish in the pond like me, well, the only way to do the things you need to do is to work with the biggest thing in the ocean. And you start to notice behind Lou the waves are getting larger and are hitting the shore harder. And then, way off in the distance, you start hearing something beneath the sea. surface of the water in the ocean way off the coast is starting to ripple and a large scaly three clawed arm is ascending out of the water and on its palm is a large slit and it opens and you are engulfed in yellow light as if their arm is a lighthouse and the light has been directed right at you. The light is shining and it's making Lou Blonger just seem like a black silhouette as his arms are outstretched. You feel so much fear. Oh, wee. Feel that warm glow. It's intoxicating. Oh, I can't get enough of it. Ooh. I feel like I could do anything right now. Especially change that mind of yours. See, Zippy. I have my ways of making you cooperate. And actually, it's a little funny. I've been raving about how you took the bullet, yet I haven't given you one yet. And he pulls a bullet pill out of his pocket. Now, I think it's time we correct this, don't you? All right. Tilt that head back. 
And let me just put this way up that nose. Zippy, you see, just as he was about to insert the bullet into your nose, a fireball came and exploded into his side, sending him hurling off you and splashing and flopping into the sea. And you feel you are free. You are you can move again and you turn back and everybody there is just looking and you turn your head. And you see someone descend, jumping from the roof of the dome, descending onto the sand, right behind Zippy. And you can see, behind you, Zippy, is Normandy. But their skin is obsidian black, and lava cracks are flowing through their skin. It's the same Norman version as before at the mansion when he was full demon mode, lost control, and destroyed everything. Norman! Is... is that you? Norman doesn't respond. Lublonger picks himself up out of the water and just goes, Oh! Damn! Another surprise! Jeez! That was a good hit. Demon Norman slowly walks and gets in front of Zippy and stands there. You see in their hand, two fireballs are building. Oh, okay. Well, I must say you must be Norman D. Now I thought you should have been dead. What happened to that? Please, snap out of it. Let's get out of here. This is dangerous. You, you don't know what's happening. Norman D, the demon of the deep, with his skin flaring and two fireballs in his hands, turns around. Looks you in the eyes, Zippy, with red flames just flowing out of them. And he looks at you. And you sense the energy from his fireballs pulsing. Oh, I see what is going on here. Your friend doesn't have any control. Now, I've seen many men just completely possessed by their inner demons. But this takes the cake. And Norman D gives you a little smirk, Zippy.
listen to the tale I know Fire burns and wind up blow From a place no I can see Normandy Come listen to the tale I tell Carry on where you fell From a place no I can see Normandy I was forged in the fires Of the Shumer Desert Sun I cut my teeth on choir books Of teachings dead and gone Made as a vessel For someone else's soul But when they looked inside they found it Even met some more, I thought he wasn't wasn't better than me. Friends and foes say mercy me. It's been too long since I heard my song. Better stay back for another attack. Ain't cutting anybody no slack. Now listen to me. Can't just call me in here and start singing like I feel stupid. Safe. Let me give you a piece of my mind. I've got my own grand treasures left to find. Everybody thought they could, but wouldn't get the better of me. Friends and foes, they messy me. You can run and you can hide. Just remember where my throne resides. I've been waiting on the other side. I'm back. Yeah, I was looking here. Slept in, but I'm feeling really good now. Um, we should probably get going. Here, hold on tight. Don't worry, I got you. By the way, have you seen Darian? Don't worry, we'll find him. Come back here! Listen to the tale I know of an underdog come from below It's about a boy who became a man Who became the lord of the underland Who thought they could deny Don't you dare defy my throne It's time everybody pay me what they owe Cause no is gonna take you home So come on, come on It's just about that time to rejoice Well you still got a choice I'm even better than Royce If you don't believe just listen to my voice So come listen to the tale I know <laughs> I'm back And Norman, with his super jump, you go flying with him, Zippy, underneath his arm as you go flying through the air, just completely over top of all of Bayside, and you start flying towards the airship. And that's where we're going to take a break. Well, hey there, isn't this weird? It's DM Seth at the end of an episode and not in the middle. Um, the reason we're doing this is because you probably just heard literally five seconds ago that I said we're taking a break and we've been talking about like this being the finale episode. So we did record, uh, the, the second half of it and that's coming out literally tomorrow. Um, so keep an eye out for that. 
But uh, the reason we split it up is because it would have been like four hours long and we didn't want to drop that on anybody. Like the last one was already like almost three. So uh, to be kind to you and your ears and so you don't have to keep scrolling if you need to find your spot, we're going to split these two up into two uh, two episodes. So that's why it's like that. Um, but I'm also going to do our little mid-roll stuff here. So first off, uh, thank you to our newest patron. We got another one, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you so much uh, for joining the Patreon family that we're growing every day. Um, it is so encouraging to us uh, that people enjoy this content uh, and, and really like it enough to support us that way. And of course, thank you to you, Randy. Um, Randy is our legend tier Patreon and he gets a shout out every episode because he's ridiculous. Um, hopefully, uh, Randy, let me know if you like that, uh, that little, uh, ending bit there with the return of Norman D in the most epic fashion I think we could possibly manage. Uh, kudos to Adam. I, we, we'll talk about it in the Q&A, how the song worked and how, uh, we made it happen while still keeping the integrity of like, you know, the improv and them never seeing anything coming. Um, but I'll, we'll explain that. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, we didn't just like script this, obviously, because we never do and it would be impossible. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll keep an eye out for the Q&A in two weeks. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I hope you enjoy the show. If you want to support us, just, uh, please, you know, share us with uh, your friends and, and like our posts on like Twitter and stuff. And also, uh, any podcast reviews on like iTunes, Podchaser or whatever, um, really do go a long way. And, uh, if you're really keen on, on joining the list and getting a shout out in one of these, uh, you can join the Patreon. $2 tier is what I recommend because you get in the Discord server where we do like game nights. We're going to start running like one shots with people in there. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun if you're looking for a gaming group. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm rambling. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. I hope this finale is living up to your hype uh, or to the hype we, we said it would have. Um, and yeah, one more episode to go and season two's wrapped. So keep your ears open tomorrow. 6 a.m. New episode. Okay. Uh, take it easy, everybody. And welcome back, Norman. <laughs>